Try to on my candy girl, the kind with the swirls. Oh, so good, baby, out of this world. Look so sweet, fell in love with your curves. Every time you speak, conversation like sir. S-U-G-A-R, you ain't her. Oh, honey, honey, put money on that bird. Let's keep it in the circle, you everything I deserve. Baby, want your sugar, I'm ready to get served. Sugar. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Burgers of Pops, the podcast with Pep. Uh, this <laughs> is the show where we watch Riverdale and then talk about it. I'm Ashley. Uh, and I'm Rose. I'm Ashley's friend. Uh, that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> and we watch Archie here in case you uh, you got lost and you think that um, that this is maybe not an Archie podcast. This is about well, Riverdale. Yeah, we're probably not going to actually talk a lot about burgers in this, so I'm sorry if you were a foodie who got here. Um, maybe we'll do a special episode during, uh, during the hiatus about burgers. Yes, that may be a possibility. I wanted to look at some other Archie properties. Oh, yeah, there, there is a lot of Archie media out there. Um, so when Riverdale is, uh, on break, we'll have plenty to talk about. We can, uh, talk about Return to Riverdale. Ooh, I don't know if we should talk about Return to Riverdale. That's, um... <laughs> a trash fire <laughs> what we could do is do like some kind of stream of return to live at riverdale where where we watch it with the entire internet that's a possibility and also a nightmare no one yes. should have to see it no one should don't go back never go back stay at riverdale <laughs> uh but yeah this the last episode, uh, I don't know the name of it. Um, neither do I. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> this is great podcast. I mean, yeah, we, can we edit, like, this part out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but now that I've said that, we won't. <laughs> Fuck! Ashley! Uh, it was In a Lonely Place. Yes, and, uh, the next episode is called The Outsiders. Which obviously, I'm very excited about. Obviously named after hit novel and film, The Outsiders. Something every teen should read because it is like, it's the gayest book to ever not be gay. <laughs> you hear about um Essie Hinton? Yeah, I'm calling her out on here. Essie Hinton made a tweet that's like, I'm straight, sue me, or something like that. And it's like, you wrote The Outsiders, which is like the gayest book I've ever read. Um, I, I, I've actually never read The Outsiders. Oh, you should, um, well, I don't know, I don't want to say that you should read it, just because it's a book that, like, 8th graders read, and you're much older than an 8th grader. Um, but it's not, like, it's not, like, the worst novel by any means. Yeah, I remember with, uh, in high school, I had, we had to read The Scarlet Letter. That is, um, it's a really long book. Like, it's not it's a- long, but it feels like the longest book it's to ever a, be read yeah it's feels like a long book and it's not good yeah the, it, the whole thing is like um it's like slut shaming the novel but like yes. it doesn't really like it's not really like aware of why it's bad i and i will say just i i was probably at a place still where i may i i was not a the someone who was getting Woke, as they say. <laughs> yeah, no, most people who read that book are not yet woke. 
Uh, but I just hated it because it was boring. It was, in fact, one of the most boring books of all time. Like, I distinctly remember, um, uh, attempting to read that book and literally passing out on my desk. Um, (laughs) teachers didn't like me very much because I did that a lot. (laughs) I remember once in, uh, I would fall asleep always with this one science teacher, uh, and eventually I... Like, they called, like, my mom about it. Like, you know, are, are they getting enough sleep? Are they... <laughs> mm. and yeah, I got a lot of those calls um, as a student because I was also very sleepy. Uh, and then on parent-teacher night, uh, my mom went to that class and the teacher started talking and she fell asleep. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that owns... See, when I fell asleep in science class in, like, eighth grade, I think, um, my science teacher, who was, like, a very stern British man, who, like, typically liked me, but, like, when I started falling asleep in his classes, he did not. Um, After a while, he made me stand for the entire class. And I still (laughs) fell asleep. Did you just, like fall asleep standing up or did you like yeah. fall down no standing up i was i was like dozing one of the classes i had we had stools Ooh, yeah no falling asleep in stools is the weirdest feeling of all time like of all time ever yeah no it definitely it feels weird yeah and i had i had stools in like a lot of science classes and art classes um so, like, if when you fall asleep in those, like, your body kind of, like, folds in on itself. But, like, you're still, like, sitting up, which is why it's so scary. Yeah, I distinctly remember I, the way I would do it is I would wrap my legs around, like, through, like, the different things of the chair. <laughs> yeah, so you don't fall? Yeah. Yeah. But what happened is, so I woke up and... I was like, okay, I'm going to leave now, because everyone's you know, the bell rang. And I went to move, and I was trapped, and I just enti- like fell all the way over. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so this is uh, Burgers at Pops, a podcast about high school. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, but not our high schools. Yeah. Uh, that- enlightening tale though um don't do that anymore yeah i don't i don't fall asleep in classes anymore i solved that not by going to sleep at a reasonable hour but by not going to classes yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) welcome to burgers at pops a podcast about dropping out (sighs) yeah (laughs) someday (laughs) okay um so this episode is uh it's very jughead it's a lot there's a lot yeah. of a juggy. Yeah, this is a Jughead-focused episode, which I'm glad. About. Yes, I love Jughead, and um, Cole Sprouse is really growing on me. He's really good. Yeah, even if, like, even if his Twitter mentions are bound to just be full of, like, people calling him daddy and whatever, still yeah. seems like a good guy. <laughs> the good actor. I actually watched a... Archie episode, a Riverdale episode with my friend from uh, Australia last night. Ah. And she was saying how she found it really weird that she was becoming attracted to Jughead. 
Yeah, see, that's a feeling that I catch myself having sometimes, too, where I'm just like, Jughead's looking pretty good today, and I'm like, shouldn't want to fuck Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we see a lot of Jughead, and uh, in this episode, um, it opens, actually, with a dream sequence of Jughead. Um, Specifically him, uh, like, reimagining the whole town as, like, classic Archie. Yes, uh, it's very, it's very 50s, um, there's people in, like, uh, well, Betty's not really wearing a poodle skirt, but you know if it was, like, a more hackneyed show, he would definitely be wearing a poodle skirt. I'm definitely getting that vibe. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's a, it's a puffy, it's a puffy, like, skirt with, like, a petticoat underneath, but it's not, like, a poodle skirt, which I'm thankful for, um... I feel like the greatest myth of all was the myth that everyone had a poodle skirt. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely something that came, like, after the 50s, more so. Yeah, it's definitely, like, something that, like, was popularized by Greece. Yeah. Like, the and 80s obsession with the 50s. I don't know if we should take all of our fashion advice from Greece. No. Both the movie or the place. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to understand the ins and outs of Greek fashion, but um, not going to try. <laughs> There's a restaurant near us called Greece. Ooh. Like G-R-E-A-S-E. Oh, is it a Greek restaurant? No. Oh. But, so, like, at one point someone's like, oh, you want to have, like, like dinner at Greece? And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film, not a place. <laughs> well, I thought that they were talking about Greece. The place. <laughs> it's like, wait, shit, are you, like, actually really rich? Are we... We're going on a plane? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'll go to Greece. I don't got a passport, but sure. <laughs> you can work that out for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that reminds me, uh, one time I was driving back from, like, class? Or maybe a museum with my friend. And we passed by, like, this... On the highway, on, like, the side of the highway, this, like, gigantic-looking 50s-themed diner. And I was like, we got to go there sometime. It's, it looks like they've got cars indoors in there. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like a time. That's, that's uh, a real mark of luxury. Yes. Cars, cars indoors. on the inside. Everyone in there probably cosplaying their favorite Archie characters. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, Archie shows up with a giant R on him. <laughs> yeah, Archie shows up in, like, you know, the iconic R sweater. When I was, um, when I was a kid, every time I saw a piece of Archie media and Archie was wearing a sweater with an R on it, I was like, but his name's Archie with an A. This doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> I didn't have any idea that, like, the town they lived in was called Riverdale. <laughs> Um, Jughead's sweater with, like, the S on it, though, I don't get it to this day. I, I don't get why he has an S sweater. All of his t-shirts in the show are S's, also. Maybe it's a brand. Maybe. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's almost more mysterious than his whoopee hat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked up S-shirt, and one of them is S-shirt meaning, so... What does it mean? What does it mean? Stands for smooth. 
Um, but yeah, so in this dream sequence, um, Jughead uh, is is like surrounded by everyone else's family. It's like there's Betty's parents and Betty, um, and she like squeezes his hand, and he seems real freaked out. And then there's Veronica and Archie, and then there's um, Polly and Jason, and Jason's still alive, and he's like smiling. <laughs> Um, and it's just, like, a very idyllic scene of, like, the, the 50s nuclear family and extended family, and it's just, uh, like... It's very unnerving. Yeah, it is extremely unnerving, and, like, Cole Sprouse does a great job of selling that he's actually, like, really freaked out about this. <laughs> yeah, um, and... Uh, well, one, I looked up, apparently, the Jacob's Esther refers to a place called Skunk Hill in Haverhill. Skunk Hill. Uh, which right. was, like, the place where he grew, the guy who created Archie grew up. Oh, okay. That's nice. But, like, midway through this, uh, like, fantasy sequence, it flashes to, like, Jughead's actual house. Yes, which is, um, it's less nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then he is given a, like, a knife and fork to... Like, cut the, uh, turkey. Yeah. And then the, like, knife disappears from his hand, and Archie shows up, and he's like, why did you stab me in the back? Yeah, and, like, Archie's, like, real chill about it. It was honestly, like, really funny for me. Just like, yeah. hey, bro, why'd you do that? And then, like, he turns around, and you see the knife, and then he wakes up. Um, and, uh, so, I guess the takeaway here is, like... Um, Jughead's insecurities about like his own fractured family and also his insec and like I feel like in my opinion like his own like insecurities and like the pressures of the heteronormative patriarchy but that's like I feel like that might be reaching a little <laughs> maybe no I, I can definitely see it yeah <laughs> and he is always he's all talking about home and mm -hmm. what that means and like is it, you know, a place where you can, you know, go to sleep at night? Or is it a place where, you know, you feel safe? Yeah. Is it a place where people who love you are? And um, in Jughead's case, it's none of those. Yeah, at home for him right now is a closet under the stairs. Like fucking Harry Potter. He like says Harry it like... Harry Potter. <laughs> His reference is a Wes Craven's, like, star. Because he's with the rats and the spiders. Well, his, uh, his comparison is a lot more literate than mine, but it's exactly like Harry Potter, folks. No, yeah, it is. If Jughead wasn't a fucking gigantic nerd. Yeah. If, if Jughead was, like, less pretentious, he'd be, like, Harry Potter. But because he's Jughead... He's, like, Wes Craven. <laughs> yes. I, I noticed this because I, I re actually rewatched it recently. <laughs> mm. When Jack is waking up, he has a, like, half-eaten Pop-Tart and then a rat, like, a mousetrap right by that. Oh, yeah. <sighs> they do a good job very quickly of, like, man, this sucks. Yeah, it does suck. He should finish eating his Pop-Tarts in the morning, though. Like, Yeah, true. Don't leave food out if you don't want mice to eat them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he goes to uh, the showers to brush his teeth and, you know, shower. Mm-hmm. 
and Archie shows up. I'm and he's assuming... like extremely startled. Yes. It's very like horror movie. Yeah. It's I'm just ass- the real Archie. Yeah. No knives. Uh, I'm assuming because he is a football player, so he goes in early. Yeah. To practice the sport, of course. Sports, of course. <laughs> a sport is a sport, of course. Of course. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> and, like, Archie's like, hey, you're not on the football team. What are you doing here? Um... And- Jughead's like, you know, he tries to play it cool and make a joke, like, just getting the, getting use out of the school's state-of-the-art facilities. And Archie's like, no, for real, though. And this is, like, one of the, this is, like, one of the times where we're reminded, oh, yeah, Archie's actually a good friend when he, when he's, like, when he can be. When he pays attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Archie finds out that uh, Jughead is, le- is sleeping under the school stairs. Like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter. <laughs> I- I'm sure that Archie does not know what Harry Potter is. Okay, hold on. Archie definitely knows what Harry Potter is. This isn't like a, you don't know who Josephine Baker is, do you? <laughs> he also didn't know who Bob Dylan was. What? Uh, in, like, the music episode... <sighs> Uh, his dad goes like, he's like, what if I fail though? And his dad's like, like, what if I choke? And his dad goes, it doesn't matter if you like, you kill it or you bomb harder than, uh, Electric Dylan in front of acoustic crowd. And he goes, I don't know who that is. Oh my God. (laughs) It's wild. Uh, So I'm like, I'm not saying like, you know, obviously Harry Potter is a much more modern than Bob Dylan, but I'm not, I'm saying it's possible. It is possible. Um, I think Archie may have been like raised in a shoebox or something because he doesn't know. He doesn't know a lot of things. Yeah, you think Archie has a Twitter? No, definitely not. What? <laughs> Jughead's basically like, don't tell anyone, especially Betty. Yeah, and then <laughs> this line's really great. Archie's like, Betty. Oh no, she would. She doesn't care. If anyone would judge you for it, maybe Veronica. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> he thinks it's like a class fear and not like a, I don't want Betty to worry about me fear. Yeah. Archie's, he's a good friend, but not, he's kind of slow. Yeah, he's, he's not the smartest fellow. Um, we cut to Veronica and she has been uh, spinning up a storm on Glamazon. Glamazon. Shopping with Beth Phoenix. Glamazon. Mm-hmm. It's, um... I want to know what she bought, though. I... Maybe it was, like, the weird f- faux fur coat that she was wearing later in the episode. Maybe. She knew that they were going to have that, that search in the woods, so she wanted to get Can't some get stuff. Uh, but she is doing it to kind of get back at her mom. They, they say they're in a cold war. <laughs> Because they, uh, last episode, her mom forged her signature. Yeah, she forged her signature in order to give her, um, budding new romance, Fred Andrews, Archie dad, (laughs) um, a construction job that, uh, well, that was gonna go to, um, a less legitimate business. Yeah. Which, I, like, wonder, like, what is the less legitimate, like, construction company... Yeah, I'm wondering that too. Um, 
Were they just going to build it really shittily? Is that... Well, like, a less legitimate construction company could be a company that, like, um, uh, does, like, a lot of, like, backhanded dealings. Like, maybe they don't pay their workers as well. Or, like... So, like, Mm. my, um... My, uh... My family works in, like, property management. And my uncle's side of that is construction. And I can tell you, legitimately... Um, there are a lot of things that he would like to do that are not, like, upstanding business practices that, like, he probably would be able to do if my mom wasn't also working there. So, you know, construction. Uh, it can be bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you for informing me. Yeah, no, uh, if you want to know other things about, um, construction, ask a construction worker. (laughs) I'll try to find someone. Pop in on the street, like, do you know any construction workers? What's your opinion? Are you a construction worker? What's your opinion on the industry? (laughs) Um. Uh, That's kind of it for that scene. Is is just she is buying things, Uh, and we cut to the uh, like the the lounge area of the high school, which I still like think is so ridiculous every time I see it. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remember if my school had something like that, like a student lounge, but no, it just doesn't exist. (laughs) Like, we had, like, kind of chairs in a library. Yeah, but, like, this was not a library. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's a student lounge at my community college, but that's not a high school. (laughs) Yeah, it, like, yeah, it definitely seems like a much more college thing. Yeah. Trying to figure out, like, well, see, I went to like an outdoor school, like, so there was spots like that, but like there were tables outside near vending machines. Um, so maybe for like schools up north, it's all indoors. No, that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, and we see them outside, like at lunch. That's true. All the time. What so. is their school? Like, this is a public school? <laughs> Where are they getting funding from? It's a TV public school. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, probably three high schools and, like, a community college put together. Yeah. I would love to see what, like, private schools were like in the world of Riverdale. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're probably a lot like the... Like, the place Polly was at. Yeah. That was... It wasn't really, like, a school, though. Like, I'm just saying, like, that level of... Yeah. Um, so... We yeah, see but they're... Him, they're talking about Polly there in that... Yeah. In this scene. Because she just escaped from that place. Yeah. Oh, we brought it back around really well today. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> And us congratulating ourselves is only going to make it better. (laughs) It's true. Let's congratulate ourselves for the rest of the podcast. I think we're good here. You know, I think we're doing really good. Yeah, no, this is like, people are going to love this episode. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, they're talking about um, Polly, who just escaped from the home. Um, The the Catholic hell. (laughs) And, um... Uh... As they're doing this, uh, we see a moment where, like, 
Jughead, like, comforts Betty by, like, you know, touching her shoulder, and Veronica's like, <gasps> and Archie's like, <gasps> um, and someone, uh, one of Cheryl Blossom's nameless friends is watching from over by the um, vending machines, and she hears them talking about Polly. Um, so they, uh, she, uh, she shoots a text to who we can only assume would be Cheryl. Yeah, and I do really love that this finally happened. Yeah, because they talk about so much in there. <laughs> like, there was that point in the second episode where they just, like, literally say, uh, like, talk about, like, oh yeah, like, you're, you know, fucking Grundy. Yeah, like... Why would you say that on school grounds? <laughs> like in the middle of a pep rally. God. <laughs> These dumb teenagers, Ashley. Can't they just send a text message? <laughs> Archie doesn't do text messages except with Betty. That's why his, like all of his uh, uh, numbers have just like the regular. Yeah, there's no like icons or faces. No. <laughs> There's no um, Lightning McQueen illustrations either. You don't have to... <laughs> Sorry, call out post. <laughs> don't have to put me on blast like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> edit it out, edit it out. No, it's gonna stay in. Damn. Now I'm gonna be shamed for shaming you, and the circle is just gonna continue forever. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... I'm sorry, this is too important to not share with you right at this moment. Oh, holy shit. Can we edit this part out? <laughs> yeah, we probably can. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into Frasier now. <laughs> this was almost me. <laughs> Fuck. Frasier is not a good TV show. Is like, it not? Mm, I don't know how to explain this to you. It is so bad. It's like bougie Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. There was one episode where Patrick Stewart was there, and he's like, Frasier, you're, you're gay? And then they start, like, dating, but Frasier doesn't know how to tell him that he's actually straight. Um, and he's just kind of starstruck because Patrick Stewart is, like, his favorite um, direct opera director fake job <laughs> I think that's a real job it is a real job um and Fraser's like it's fine he he's not gonna try anything and then like they're at a party together and Patrick Stewart's like yeah so like when I'm doing an opera I just don't have time for anything not even sex and he's like I'm sure Fraser knows that and it's like yikes <laughs> yikes Let Fraser be gay. So now I'm, this is going to be in. <laughs> this is going to be in. <laughs> Let Fraser be gay. Let Fra But nothing else that you just talked about. Just, we're going to come back and it's just gonna, you're going to go, let Fraser be gay. <laughs> just like, this going to be like a little like, like, tune that plays during the edited out bit, and then it's like, let Fraser be gay. Welcome back. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's gonna be the theme song to Fraser. Of course. 
theme song to Frasier. God Baby. damn it, now I can't stop thinking about Frasier. Baby, you hear the blues are calling. To go it and scrambled eggs. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> The song sucks. Apparently, this, that song is the way it is because they were not allowed to explicitly say, like, they didn't want the theme song to explicitly mention that Frasier is like a psychiatrist. So it's full of like these these weird innuendos. And now I'm not even sure if toss salad and scrambled eggs actually means eating ass and pussy. <laughs> we need to edit this out. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Riverdale. Okay, let's. So they talk about Polly and then one of Cheryl's minions, I'll say. Cheryl's nameless friend, yeah. Friend seems like a strong term. Cheryl's nameless sidekick. Okay. Because <laughs> they were, uh, in the second episode, they were talking about uh, how she lied to the Popo. Yeah. They didn't seem like super tight friends there. Yeah, they, they uh, more seem like hangers on. Yeah. They'd even go to her sleeping uh, sleepover. They didn't. I almost called that a sleeping party. Ashley, which is we technically have... true, but... <laughs> that is true. Ashley, we should throw a sleeping party sometime. Hell yeah, let's, get, let's have a sleeping party. <laughs> That's why they call them slumber parties. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, sleeping party. They didn't go. Uh, rest in peace. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Cheryl, and she says that, like, oh, I have information about... Because they're trying to find out who torched the car. Yes. Uh, and so she says, oh, it obviously must have been Polly. Yeah. Um, so Polly is now suspect number one. Um... In the Who Murdered Jason Blossom case. Yes, and we get uh, Cheryl's amazing tweet, which again, I do not think that Cheryl knows how Twitter works. <laughs> this tweet is so good. It is, hashtag Polly Cooper killed my brother, hashtag nowhere to hide, hashtag sharpen your pitchforks. <laughs> hashtag Riverdale strong. Ha- you have to Riverdale strong. <sighs> I love Riverdale strong. I feel like at some point I, I, I've used the Riverdale Strong hashtag multiple times. <laughs> I feel at some point it was ironic, but not anymore. I should start using the Riverdale Strong hashtag so that people can block it. <laughs> I love Riverdale too much. Uh, it's, how, how can you not? How can you not love Riverdale? Right? If you're listening to this podcast and you don't like Riverdale, stop. Get out uh, of here. Although that's a weird thing for you to do if you're <laughs> listening. I, I guess it's because you like us, which I, I appreciate. I appreciate that as well. But I don't appreciate you hating Riverdale. Stop. Get out of here. I uh, had a... On a form I go to, there's someone in the Riverdale thread who just hangs around because they hate Riverdale. And I'm like, why is your life like this? <laughs> I see people on, like, Twitter and stuff who, like, watch it every week just to complain about it, and I'm like, you have a job. Like, I I cannot... There are so many things I want to watch and read and listen to that I cannot fathom, like, 
Yeah. Sitting Although, down to watch like an hour of. Yeah. Although I, I guess I'm not one to talk though because I did like hate watch eight episodes of Frasier two days in a row. So. And also all of New Girl. Yeah, after a while, like, the new girl watching stopped being, like, hate watching and started being tolerable watching. <laughs> I'm, act- I'm, like, actively invested in, like, the life, the life of new girl and her roommates now, and I kind of hate it. I don't want to be invested. <laughs> I have recently thought about, like, the, the bad show I should get into. You've inspired me. Oh, crap. Uh, the bad show I should get into is a... Once Upon a Time. I've I've thought about watching Once Upon a Time a couple times. I hear Rumpelstiltskin is extremely fuckable. I've, I've heard that. <laughs> Someone posted a, a gif of the girl from Brave and Mulan, and I was into that. <laughs> oh shit, hold on. Merida, Merida and Mulan are, like, gay in it? No, I, there was apparently teasing that... Mulan oh. was gay for, like, three seasons, and it never went anywhere. Uh, is she even still in it? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Once Upon a Time only will exist to make me mad. I s- remember there was a commercial, because I'm really big into Disney parks, there's a commercial where one of the people from Once Upon a Time meets their, the uh, actor who plays Gaston there. Wow. And he's really good and funny, so... <laughs> yeah, I hear the, uh, some of the character actors at Disney, like, really, like, um, they changed the game for people who exist in theme parks. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're breaking new barriers. <laughs> uh, there's a video of that particular Gaston having a push-up contest with someone. Oh, that's good. And, uh, Gaston is just fucking demolishing him, and then midway through he goes... Like, it looks like I'm having a little trouble. I'll lend you a hand. And he starts doing it with one hand. Holy shit. <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy. I remember on, like, Tumblr, like, years ago, there was, like... Oh, the um, Peter Pan guy, right? Yeah, Peter Pan guy. And there was, like, a massive depression when he stopped working there. It's just, like, damn. People become fangirls for anyone. I think he married Wendy. Like, the person who played Wendy. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's kind of great. There was a story, like, not too long ago, like, kind of a tell-all about working at Disney, where the, <laughs> it was a guy who played Jack Sparrow, and his girlfriend was Ariel. Wow. And he would, like, try to, like, figure out ways in character to get over, like, to her. Oh, well, that's easy. She lives in the water, and you're a pirate, duh. It apparently did not work as well as you would hope. Damn. Well, I guess there is, like, a bit of an aesthetic clash. For yeah. instance, Jack Sparrow, real human being. <laughs> uh, he got banned. He would start. Call, he would call strollers ships. That's uh, really good. <laughs> and he would say he once said to someone, "Hey, nice ship," and they oh thought he God. said, "Nice shit." Fuck. No. So th- then they banned him from saying that. Damn, he should have just called them boats. Yeah, that's what he said from then on. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway, we have gone boat, far off. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. This has nothing to do with Riverdale. Although now I want a Riverdale theme park. Hey, get at me, CW. I could definitely see like a kind of like Mickey's Toontown, but with Archie. <laughs> yeah, or like with uh, 
You know how, like, at Universal Studios Island of Adventures, they've got, like, the Kathy Pavilion? Yeah. It's like that. God, that place is depressing. I love it. I think, like, the last time I went there, I was just, like, really excited about Kathy, and, um, everyone I went with was kind of pissed to be there, and I was like, Emily, my sister, look, it's Kathy! And she was just not having it. I once saw someone come out dressed as Beetle Bailey, and a kid, like, looked at him and then walked away, and the Beetle Bailey <laughs> hung its head. It was the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. No! Eck. Uh, their Marvel section is also really sad. Yeah, it used to be, like, really cool when I was, like, a kid. Because, like, I went over there, and, like, my dad was like, Oh, this is great. This is the exact kind of theme park I always wanted as a kid. And I'm like, that's great, Dad. Look at Spider-Man. He was there, Ashley. He was there. He was and the, there. The Spider-Man ride's still pretty good. I think they're taking it out, though. No! No! <laughs> I mean, it, I can kind of get why. Yeah, I get why, too. But still, it was like the best ride ever. They shot real fire at you. Uh, so now they're just going to have the Fantastic Four ride. And that's it. Is the X-Men stuff still there? Uh, the X-Men stuff, I don't know if they have a ride, though. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they also, Disney has the Hulk now, so they can't, gotta rebrand that. Oh, no, not the Hulk roller coaster. They're gonna call it Screamin' Green. What? <laughs> Kill me now. I gotta go. I, I gotta get back there before they like completely rebrand. Just cause I, I love I, the Spider-Man ride. I don't know if that's true. I I don't think that is true. That's something I just came up with with Screaming Green, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, it was believable. I should still go before they get rid of Spider-Man, though. We should talk about Riverdale. <laughs> we should talk about Riverdale. Edit this out. <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> should be a blooper reel of every time I tell you to edit something out. Well, I'm sure once we reach, like, 50 episodes, that will be the uh, <laughs> compilation. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, God, we're not even halfway through the episode yet. Oh, yeah, no, I still got a bunch of notes. Fuck! Okay. Uh, we um, uh, go to, uh, like, Jughead's uh, house. Jughead goes to his house. Yeah, Jughead goes to his house where his dad lives. It's a mess. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like one of those trailers that isn't on wheels anymore, so, yeah, like a mobile home type of thing. Um, yeah. And Jughead's dad is passed out on the couch, and there's open bottles of beer put in cabinets? It's baffling. It's baffling. It doesn't even look like there's food there. No. It definitely looks like he is subsidizing on beer. Yeah, it is like, um, a redefinition of liquid dinner. Hey, he's got a liquid diet. <laughs> uh, and Jughead's basically, uh, they're trying to, he and Archie are trying to get back, uh, his dad's job with Archie's dad. Yeah, um, and, uh, what we learn is that Jughead's dad does not want the job back, um... And Jughead seems really upset about it, uh, obviously. But yeah, he does he, con he convinces him to go talk to Fred. Yeah. He's basically, uh, like, saying how 
it if he wants to have a family again for Jughead to live here and for their mom and their sister to come back. Jellybean, who's not dead, uh, thank God. Yeah, I was really worried that they, like, uh, fridged Jellybean. It's yes. just like, why? No. No more. <laughs> but it's good. She's alive, um, and apparently listens to, like, Pink Floyd on vinyl. She's ten. Yeah, and she listen, uh, She goes by JB now. JB. It's tougher. Yeah. And so Jughead just kind of leaves them. Yeah. What a bad house. It's a, it's a bad house. Someone's got to clean up there. Uh, we Then they there's a search party for Polly. Yes, uh, there's a search party for Polly in the woods, you know, where they're all yelling like, Polly! Yeah. Um, uh, Reggie's there continuing his trend of being actually a nice guy. Yeah, Reggie. He's trying. Um, Veronica is talking to Kevin, and they're like... And Veronica's like, uh, I'm going to do what I always do when I'm stressed out and worried. I'm going to go clubbing with my favorite gay, my most famous friend, Josie, and a hot dude. And then she whips her head around is like, there's Reggie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, she, she forms a squad to go to go out dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see the blossoms come up over the hill. And they're dressed in hunting garb like they are cartoon villains. It's amazing. It they are they are going hunting right now. Yeah. I forget what happens there. Like, is is it just like you see the blossoms and then the scene's over? They're basically like, we're gonna find Polly first and we're going to uh you know, bring her to the police. Yeah, because um, they think Polly killed Jason. So the Cooper family has a press conference um, where Betty's mom is like, uh, actually, Polly wouldn't do that. She's a good person, and she's pregnant with Jason's baby. And this changes the game. Yeah, no, this changes everything. It's true. Because now the Blossoms are interested. They want the baby. Yeah, they want the baby. Um, and it doesn't... It seems like whatever they... <laughs> every time that, like, they're on screen, I feel like they have, like, some dubious plan. And, like, I know the plan is just raise the baby. But still, it feels, like, dirty. Yeah, no, it... It it's like a, feels, it feels like they're crimes. up to, like, satanic shit. Yeah, every time... Uh, maybe it's because they had an episode that's, like, weirdly, like, gothic-themed with the, um, with the Blossom family. Uh, maybe ever since then, I've just been convinced that they're up to, like, no good. <laughs> the, the episode that started with the zombie? Yeah, it starts with the zombie, and it's, like, Cheryl in, like, I think it's, like, a, a flowing red dress, right? And with a candle like, the candlestick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's nuts. <laughs> It's, whew, it's, mm. it's inspired for sure. Oh, it's, it's, God, this show. Love it. It's so good. Love it. <laughs> Jughead's dad uh, goes for the interview and he gets his job back. Yes. And uh, Jughead and Archie are like, hey, let's have a, you know, a night to celebrate. Uh, and so they go to Pops. Yeah. 
And uh, we are regaled with tales of uh, Jughead's dad and Archie's dad from when they were kids. They had a, a van called the Shaggin' Wagon. And a band called the Fredheads. You just know that these boys smoked a lot of pot. <laughs> yep. They did some of them doobies. <laughs> it's surprising that Archie seems so straight-laced. Is it like one of those like articles where like my kids don't dr- like drive fast cars and do weed? <laughs> Why are my kids such squares? Why won't my kids drop acid with me? <laughs> Why, am I, why won't my kids follow the Grateful Dead like I did? <laughs> True story. My mom's like, I dropped out of college to follow Nirvana. You dropped out of college for no reason. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, the Fredheads. Um, they're talking about, you know, just nostalgic stuff stuff at Pops. Um, they're having their own episode of Burgers at Pops. Yes. Uh, and it, the night seems to be going pretty well, but it ends kind of tensely. Yes. Where um, Jughead's dad like, makes it very obvious that he is going to pay for the, uh, the meal and says that Archie's dad owes him. Yeah, and Fred still tra- tra- tries to pay for it anyways. Um, but because Fred's kind of, like, a cool guy, he's like, oh, well, if I'd known you were paying, I would have ordered another milkshake. <laughs> Seriously, most charismatic dad ever. It, he's amazing. I love Archie's dad. The best dad. The hottest dad. <laughs> Strongest of the dads. <laughs> he, he could fight and win against the other dads. <laughs> and he will. In Riverdale 2. <laughs> I it, I feel like Archie's dad could probably take on, could definitely take on Betty's dad. Yeah, maybe the Blossom dad, but he probably has a gun. <laughs> uh, let's assume this is just fisticuffs. All right, in a challenge of fisticuffs, then yeah, Archie's dad takes out pretty much all of the dads in the city. Uh, he takes out Josie's dad, takes out... Um, <laughs> well, Josie's dad is never in the city, so we're good with that one. <laughs> yeah, but if he was ever in town, he could. I I don't know about Jughead's dad, though. Yeah, Jughead's dad would give him a real challenge, because like, yeah. he looks like he fights dirty. Yeah. He breaks a bottle off and tries to stab him. Archie's dad is an honorable, honorable fighter. He is, but maybe a little bit squirrely. Yes. <laughs> He, he will not hesitate to put you in a chokehold. <laughs> it's true. There should be, like, a dad fighting league. Like, League of Dad Fighters. Gonna write, gonna write this down. I've gotta pitch this to, like, a McMahon or something. The DFL. Yes! You know, get that down, get that down. DFL. Oh, I'm just writing dad fights. Okay. <laughs> that That's... Dad fights his cats here. DFL is good branding, though, so, like, we could put that on jerseys. Okay. Alright, I wrote dad fights down on a box because I don't have any paper. Um, we, we do a share of scene between Cheryl and Betty. Yes. Where she's like, no, I still hate Polly. Mm-hmm. But 
now she's family, so... Yeah, and, like, you know, that's what it's always been about. Yes, and so they're like, we need to make sure Jason's baby is okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah, so Polly has uh, been found by Betty in their yeah, attic. He's, he's in the attic. Um, Not like Harry Potter. No. There's, uh, there's probably stories about people hanging out in attics. Yeah, I... Well, one, I this goes into a whole other story, but there is a good episode of a podcast that I called The Dollop called Otto in the Attic. Ooh, tell me more. Is, Don't tell me, like, that much more, but tell me more. <laughs> it's about a woman who uh, apparently is so good at sex that a guy is willing to live in her attic when she while she is married just to ever so often have sex with her. That's amazing. To the point where he, when she moves, he moves with her. Oh my god. Three times. How does no one notice? Uh, and eventually, well, eventually the husband notices and they kill him. No! The husband? Uh, yeah, they killed the husband. No! (laughs) For a second I thought that they... (laughs) They killed attic slave. <laughs> and so they're like, they kill the husband, they get away with it for a God. bit. And uh, Otto is like, great, I can come and not live in the attic anymore. And she's like, well, you can't just come out now because it'd be really weird if I started dating someone like directly after my husband mysteriously died. Oh my God. He's like, yeah, that's fair. And so he stays in the attic and then she gets another boyfriend. Messed. Up. It's a really good story. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um, that's obviously not what hap- what's happening with Polly, but no. I assumed something horrible was going to happen when Betty went in the attic. I thought she was going to find a body. Yeah, uh, she. It is very creepy, and Polly does like the horror movie thing where she like pops into frame and like covers Betty's mouth with her hands. Yeah, I was like, eh, but it's just Polly. Yep. So, yeah, they have to find a place for Polly to live because she has no money and she doesn't want to live with the Coopers because the Coopers will make her give up the baby. Um, uh, So, like, the Coopers, they want Polly. And the Blossoms, they want baby. Yeah, and Cheryl is willing to just let Polly live with them and she'll give them money. Yeah. Dope. But her parents are maybe less into that. Yeah. They don't seem like great people, as we have learned. <laughs> as we've learned of everyone in this. Most of them aren't great people, and very few are good parents. Yes. But, um... Yeah, so... Uh, there is a jam session with uh, Jughead's dad and Archie. With Jughead oh, on yes. the drums. Jughead on the drums, and, um... Uh... Jughead's dad, I think his name's, like, Steve. <laughs> He's, like... I think it's, like, wow. FB or something. Man, I have no idea. I thought it was Steve. <laughs> Anyways, he's, like, Wow, Archie, you're even better than your dad was. And it's, like, Archie's dad played music? But why was he so against Archie playing music? And it's, well, who knows? <laughs> I just assume it's because the bad memories with his... Yeah, that's true. 
because we find out that uh, they had jo- they had formed the uh, construction company together. Yes, they were partners once. Uh, and until a big betrayal, where uh, Jughead's dad got arrested for stealing on the job and selling. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so he was uh, bailed out by Archie's dad and then fired. And Archie's dad said that him paying the bail uh, yeah. was him buying him out. Yes. Um, and, uh, of course, Archie, like, presses on this with Jughead's dad and is like... And Jughead's like, dude, don't. This is... <laughs> um and it's just it's a it's very sad and it's just very much like damn Archie you don't know when to quit yeah despite all of this though I s- Fred is still the best dad on the show yeah definitely he is uh he's you know maybe done some questionable things but he he tries his best yes um he ca- he cares he cares about his boy yeah he would he would never abandon his boy <laughs> he loves that boy. <laughs> Abandoned my boy. <laughs> uh, and there's a, a really kind of heartbreaking little moment of Jughead hiding uh, his dad's flask. Yeah. And then his dad tossing him the keys because he's too drunk to drive. Yeah, it's, it's all a bummer. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Alcoholism, no good. No, we we go to the, the we go to a club that Veronica's at called the Roving Eye. The Roving Eye. And uh, she actually just seems to have a very nice time with all of her friends. Yeah, she has a very good time with all of her friends. But um, I think like my favorite little thing is like she spends more time dancing with Josie than dancing with like. Uh, Reggie, who she specifically brought to have a hot guy to dance with. Yeah. I mean, listen. Listen. I think we know. <laughs> we know. Um, I This morning, when I woke up, I just started looking at, like, um, gay Archie memes on Tumblr. <laughs> a lot of good ones. A lot of really good gay Archie memes. Uh, I'm, um, I'm glad that there are is a healthy fan base of gay Archie memes. Yeah, I think everyone can agree that Veronica is bisexual. Yes. Bisexual prime, even. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely know a lot of people who are, are more on the side that Betty is a lesbian. Both can be true. Yeah, both can be true. I just would find it really interesting if the Betty Jughead uh, relationship like makes them both realize Jughead going, like, oh, I don't want to date anyone. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then Betty going, "Oh, I just want to date girls." It would be so good if that was the case. It, wah, wah, wah. It's probably not going to be, but <laughs> well, you know, season two. Yeah, season two. Uh, retcon. <laughs> Let's retcon heterosexuality. Hell yes. <laughs> it's over. Uh, but she, uh, Veronica, starts talking about how. When her father was arrested, they took everything from her. Her houses, her yachts. They took away her houses, her yachts, their cars, um, her clothes. <laughs> yeah, her clothes off her back. Yes. Uh, um, Josie looks like she's about to kill her. 
Yeah, and then she's a little bit more understanding, like, mm, well... Yeah, yeah she, had, she went through some shit. Yeah. Um, and she's like, my mom told me that there was only one thing they could never take away. And Reggie's like, your trust fund? Tea? Reggie's great. I um, love Reggie. <laughs> I want to see more of him. Yeah. Um... And, uh, and Veronica's like, no, my name. <laughs> and, and then she's like, so my mom forging my signature was her, her taking that away from me. And it's like, oh, that like makes that, sense. Pathos yeah, like, here. Yeah, that's why she's so, like, hurt by this. Yeah. I think after that, well, we find out that her uh, cr- credit card got uh, reported as stolen. Yes, American Excess. Oh, it's so good. It's. I had to, like, rewind a few times to make sure I heard it right. Yeah. Because they are, like, really, so, like, really not consistent with their, like, fake names. Yeah. Because they have Slooster well, as their Google but also Slipster at one point someone just went... is the worst Google I've ever seen. <laughs> at one point someone just went, yeah, Google it. I'm thinking maybe that, like, Betty and Jughead use, like, Sleuthster, not because it's the only search engine, but because this is, like, the, uh... This is, like, the DuckDuckGo non-recorded search engine. <laughs> okay, I can buy that. They don't want the government or the cops all up in their search history, you see. Jughead definitely uses the onion router. <laughs> you're, you're right. That's the, that's the worst part about this. Jughead's got like an extensive library of like torrents. Yeah. It's all recipes. <laughs> uh, so Jughead, uh, yeah. So Veronica's like, well, if she canceled it, then that means I won. Yeah, she just wanted her mother's attention yeah. to begin the negotiations. Uh, we cut back to school, and uh, Jughead is arrested. <sighs> yeah, Jughead, he's going to jail. Yeah, he went. He goes to jail. Uh, and the reason Juggy why in prison. is because they, you know, were investigating the car and found his fingerprints. Yes, which is not that surprising. No, it is not. Um, but his arrest record showed up, and his arrest record is all like, yeah, you, you you were arrested for arson when you were 10, and your dad is a crime, and, well, you know, we think, where were you on the 11th? And Jughead's like, uh, my name's Jughead, I want a lawyer. Yeah, he, he does say, like... <laughs> my name is Jughead. <laughs> uh, they, like, they're saying that he has a motive because he was bullied by the football team. Yeah. And when they say, like, you were bullied a lot, he's like, my name's Jughead. <laughs> God. Which, fair. Yeah, truly. Um, and so then Archie's dad shows up along with Betty. Uh, Betty and Jughead have a actually pretty good conversation. I, I liked, I still don't like it, but I liked it more this week. Yes. The, yeah. The Betty Jughead or... Do you know the ship name of it? Um, I... Bughead. Yeah, it's Bughead. 
Bughead. God. <laughs> um, yeah, so their moments in this episode at least felt more real and less forced. Yes. Um, uh, Jughead compares himself to the West Memphis Three. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird, but okay. It's kind of like in character. Yes. Like, yeah, this kid watches HBO. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He would pour over, because he seems both a detective and really into artsy films. Yes. So, like, you know, he's definitely a documentary true crime kid. Paradise Lost is definitely in this, in Jughead's wheelhouse. Yes. Uh, and so Archie's dad bails him out by saying that he, Jughead was working for him on the 11th, which is not true. A lie. It's a lie. Yes. But uh, he wants to help. Yeah, well, he, uh, Archie kind of confronts his dad about him screwing over his Jughead's dad. Mm-hmm. And Archie's dad, you know, defends of him being a criminal. Yeah. And it was... Um, but then Archie's like, yeah, but you didn't have to, like, screw over Jughead, too. And it's like, ah, now I understand. Yes. And so that, that's why he says he's doing this for... It's because he fucked over Jughead in the past. Yes. While he is doing the right thing, this will definitely bite someone in the ass later. Yep. Uh, and so after Jughead gets out, uh, his dad shows up and says that he didn't get there because he his phone was not charged, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah it's pretty obvious he was just passed out drunk and it's like... It's a it's a really sad scene. It is. It is super sad, and Jughead is so upset. And Jughead's dad is just like, "I'm gonna go fight Sheriff Geller." Yeah, he and is Jughead's ready like, to go. Yeah, and Jughead's like, "Don't make it worse, Dad." And it's it's very sad. Yeah, no, I we talked about it, but Cole Sprouse is a hell of actor. Powerhouse. Yes. <laughs> Doing some good work here, which is really yes. surprising. Yeah, considering he's um, he's he's a Zach Cody slash Cody Zach. Yes. Um, who also uh, would do social experiments on Tumblr back in the day. Yes. I was looking up what Cole Sprouse had done before, like to see like what if he had ah, done yes. anything. Like his acting credits and stuff? Yes, uh, but one of the first things was an MTV article, uh, alert, Cole Sprouse has had his first shirtless scene. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Which did happen in this episode. It did happen. Um, it felt really awkward. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was intruding. Uh, oh, he is... Uh, his first role was in Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy. As uh, the Adam Sandler film, and he and uh, Dylan played the kid. <laughs> nice. I'm seeing a lot of, like, him, uh, like, both them playing a single character. Yeah, you know, full houseism. Yeah. The, for a while in Hollywood, twins were, like, coveted. Uh, for child acting, just because, like, you could work twice as long, basically, by having them alternate shifts. <laughs> yep. Uh, it doesn't look like they really did a lot of stuff other than Zack and Cody. Yeah. And now this. I wonder what, like, Dylan Sprouse is up to now. 
Like, uh, does he just tweet? <laughs> apparently he was just in a movie called Dismissed that Cole Sprouse was not in, so... Oh. Sprouse free. Yeah. Well, Cole Sprouse free. Yeah. No, but, uh... Good for you, Cody Zach. He, I think, does pretty good in this scene. Yeah, it's... He, um... He's very convincing. Um... There's a lot of emotions flying around. We're all extremely invested in Jughead at this point. Yes. Jughead is definitely my favorite character. Yeah. Um, Just... I want to I wanna help him. Yes. I want, I want to be his friend. I would like to protect him. <laughs> Just for the record, did the uh, IMDb uh, description of Dismissed, an idealist straight-ed teacher is drawn down a horrid rabbit hole by an honor student who's willing to do anything for an A. <sighs> Man, is that a Lifetime movie? No. Oh. It doesn't look like it's been done by, like, uh, the person who is are doing it are, have not done a lot of other stuff. Ah, indies. Yes. Uh, oh, the writer did write Fuller House. Bad. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, let's, <laughs> we're, we're near the end here. I hate Full House. What do you think about Fuller House? Worse. Oh my Landa, fuck this. But what about the wrestling episode? I haven't seen Fuller House, Ashley. <laughs> I've just seen the part where they're taking a tomato bath. Yeah, that's that's really all you need to see to get the horror. Yeah, Fuller House seems like existentially terrifying. Jughead Dad says that he will get the family back. Uh, Jughead kind of agrees to go with Archie and live with him. Yeah. And Jughead's dad said that he will get the family back together in a month or so. Yeah, like, you know, he says he's going to get his act together. He says that his mom, that the mom's going to come back and that Jellybean will come back and things will be okay. But, like, as, as he hugs Jughead, you can just tell that all Jughead hears is empty promises. And it's... It's gutting. <laughs> yep. It's, it's... It's... It's real sad. It is. Protect... Protect Jughead. Save Juggy 2017. Uh... But... So he, uh... Is, you know, at home... And, uh... Well, at Archie's home, and he starts... His kind of end speech about how hope is so close to home. Yeah. God, he's so, like, waxing poetic. Yeah. But it works. It works, this episode. I think this is the strongest. Yeah. Um, oh, we forgot the part where, um, you know, the conclusion of Polly. Did, I thought that happened during his whole end speech. Oh, maybe it did. I honestly forgot. Well, we'll talk about Polly, then we'll talk about the end speech, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so, um, Polly and Betty and Veronica are all at Pops, and they're waiting for the Blossoms to show up, because they claim that they will take care of Polly. Um, and so Cheryl walks in, and Polly just, like, apologizes profusely about what happened to Jason, um, so much so that, like, Cheryl sees the humanity in Polly and just, like, feels horrible about what's, what they're gonna do to her, which would be, I guess, steal to steal her baby and abandon her. Yeah. Um. Uh, her mom, Blossom, was saying if Polly takes any drugs. 
Yeah, Mom Blossom was like, um, was like making some judgmental statements like, you said Polly was a party girl, is that true? And she's like, sure. And she's like, have you ever seen her ingest any drugs yourself? And it's like, no, but it's some, some stuff there. I feel like they were almost like testing the water to see if they could easily kill her. Yes. Yes. Um, or at least send her to the hospital and send her away. Yeah. Um, basically, like, um, so when Cheryl, like, actually talks to Polly, um, she realizes that this is, like, not a good plan and immediately tells her to leave uh, before the Blossom family actually gets there. Um, and Polly is just, like, really freaked out. She's like, where will I go? And then Veronica's like, hey, don't worry, I got this. My mom will take care of this. And then they just go to the, uh, the lodge home, um, their apartment. And, uh, Polly's like, thanks so much, Mrs. Lodge. And Mrs. Lodge is like, please call me Hermione. We're roommates now. Um, you know, just happy ending. Yeah. And I feel like that's not going to last. Yeah. This is going to bite everyone in the ass. A lot of people made decisions today that seem great now. Yes, but um, they will not last in the future. Riverdale will be in shambles by the time this series is over. Yep. <laughs> A real true blood scenario. And, yeah, so that happens. Uh, Jughead, he gets his speech about home and hope. Yes. Home and hope. And at the end of that, we uh, cut to uh, Jughead's dad, who is drinking again. And we see that yes. in his closet is Jason's uh, Letterman jacket. Yeah, which is, like, fucked up, right? Yeah, because the last place we saw that was the car before it got burned. Yeah, so from here we know that Jughead's dad almost definitely torched that car. And also that, like, we don't really, like, know his motives other than he probably did that to protect Jughead from being arrested, which happened anyways and well you know this dad he's not responsible at all yeah i, I feel like it the best thing you get with jughead's dad is that he's tr trying to do the right thing but failing in the to make and just makes everything worse yeah he's a real um it's a real fuck up yeah nothing like that fred andrews nope I'm excited for when they obviously eventually do a flashback episode about all of the Archie parents. Uh, it's, I'm... It's gonna own. Very excited. So, how would that be, like, the 80s? I guess... Well, here's my thing. <laughs> they mention, like... So, like, the, the band that they talked about is called the Fredheads, which is obviously, like, a Grateful Dead reference. So, like, this could be even, like, the 70s. Like, I, I'm just wondering if when we get that flashback, is it going to be, like, also Archie, like, comic-themed? I hope so. Earnestly, I do. Um, but with more weed. Yes. You know there's going to be so much weed when that episode happens. Can they show weed on CW? They showed the bricks, which, um, thanks to, <laughs> thanks to you, I now know what bricks of weed look like. Yeah. Thanks, Google. 
Listen, this is a, if nothing else, an educational show. <laughs> I'm gonna build a house out of weed bricks. Arsonists will love this house. <laughs> 420 build it. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that is the end of the episode. Yeah, this is... This has been... Burgers at Pops. We've got some questions to answer. From at Dokunoki, what CW show should Riverdale cross over with in the vein of Archie meets Predator or Archie meets Ramones? Supergirl. Supergirl, just so Betty and Care Danvers can see, look, see each other and it'll be like they're in a mirror. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm hoping that there's one of those scenarios where, like, they accidentally get mixed up and Supergirl uh, ends up staying in Riverdale by accident and Betty ends up in Supergirl world by accident. Like, Betty is, you know, she had her summer job and she, like, oh yeah, I went to... What's the fucking city in Supergirl called? National City. I went to National City for... <laughs> Reporting. Yeah. I worked with a Catco. I met Snapper Car. <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that dude. Um if, if they had at one point someone listening to like the live wire show. <laughs> yeah, that would not feel out of place. Yeah. Uh which character would be most likely to listen to Live Wire's show? I would say either like Veronica or Reggie. Yeah, I would say Reggie for sure. Um, maybe Cheryl, because you know th that show. See, that show's kind of like mean about women, right? Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I no. feel like Veronica would like listen to it for a while and then get fed up. Yeah, she would like she would like that she's mean, but then she'd get like mm -hmm. mean about women. She'd be like, no, can't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my opinion. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> crossover with Supergirl. Yeah, I think we're in agreement with that. Speaking of crossovers, the Supergirl crossover with the Flash is like so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like these two superheroes; they just want to do good. They get along so well. Yeah, they try their best. <laughs> uh, from at Vic Perfecto, is Pop Tate a bad dad, a sad dad, or any kind of father really? Pomp Tate, does he have children? I think, uh, from the comics, uh, Pop Tate, uh, inherited the title and the restaurant from his father. Oh, so he became Pop. He used to be Junior. <laughs> wow. And then he, uh... He graduated. When he was given the keys, he became Pop. That's really good. Um, I actually really like that. Um, I don't know if he's a sad dad, but I also don't think he's a bad dad. Um, I think he's probably just I, a like, normal dad. Yeah, if he has children, and if he doesn't, you know, just a regular man, his name is Pop. Speaking of blogs, um, <laughs> speaking of Pop Day, <laughs> I was, during my, um, my gay Archie meme hunt, I found someone who, uh, whose blog was about well, it, the blog name was, like, something about Pop Tate, and, um, like, the blog title was, like, Pop Tate is my daddy. And I'm like, this is incredibly fucked up. <laughs> no! No, 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 no. 
I know. I want to hope that they're joking, just because it's so funny. If it is ironic daddyism, I can get behind it. Yeah, I think maybe it's just because they love Archie so much that, like, you know, Pop Tate's my daddy. It's a funny phrase. It is. We should end every episode with Pop Tate's my daddy. Okay, that's that's my new sign off. <laughs> sign off. Okay, we won't sign off yet. Yeah. We have questions. Uh, uh, some of these we've... Well, okay, so to be clear, we are re-recording this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so some of them we already did. Uh, Archie added dog... This is from Micro Trinket. Archie added dog day afternoon poster in his room. If he was dating a trans girl, would he rob a bank to pay for her SRS? Yes. yes. He's a good boy. Um, he would do everything in his legal power to help, and failing that, he would rob a bank. First, he would try to put on a benefit concert. Yes, and then this is when he realizes that he's not that good of a musician. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, people just need to buy my CDs. He's like, oh, no one bought my CDs? <laughs> Dang, guess I gotta rob a bank. Come on, Juggy. Jughead's the getaway car driver, because he can drive. He can. <laughs> uh... Let me look at some of the older ones. Nice. Okay. Uh, from uh, Dormingu, which is worse, bad daddy or sad daddy? Like, which is worse as a father or worse as a concept? <laughs> I'll let's go both. All right. Um, well, in this case, I would say bad daddies. Uh, is worse as a father and a concept just because I hate bad fathers. Yeah. Um, sad dads, however. It's good shit. Sad dads, I can understand. Everyone's got a sad dad. Everyone's got a sad yeah. dad. Everyone is, like, extremely emotionally affected the first time they ever see their dad cry. Um, and that's also how I feel whenever Superman fails in, like, any <laughs> kind of comic. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no. My strong and powerful father. Is he okay? <laughs> Uh, I think that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, Rose, where can people find you? You can find me at, um, uh, patreon.com forward slash honeyboy or twitter.com at box of hamsters. Uh, and you can find me at Yuri underscore librarian on Twitter or Yuri dash librarian on Tumblr. And you can find, uh, my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Good shit. Yep. Oh, and you can find this podcast and other great ones at audioentropy.com. Uh, and if you... Endorse Yeah, it. and if you feel like it, maybe drop a few bucks in that donate. We, you know, don't uh, have advertisements on this, and it only goes to uh, hosting all of our podcasts. So... Yes. And there are so many. There is a wealth of podcasts you can listen to at audioentropy.com. Yeah, I'm on six instance, of them. <laughs> Ashley is on all of yes. them. She is the podcast mother. Uh, such as Tell Your Prize, uh, Teenagers with Attitude, Great show. Uh, The Digital Moncast. Good. Good. Uh, let me tell you about Homestuck. Less good, but I, I appreciate your mission. <laughs> uh, Preston Molly's Movie Night. 
good. Uh, Warren... I actually haven't listened to that, but it seems good. <laughs> uh, I was on that first episode. We talked about Casablanca. Ah. Ooh. I'm really excited for the next episode, which is about Speed Racer. Ooh, Wachowskis. Yeah, uh, Let's Place. Ooh. Do you know that one? No, which is, what's that, that one? That is a podcast where my friend Luke uh, gets a cabal of people together and uh, scientifically ranks every single video game. That seems nightmarish. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does it five games at a time. They're all randomly chosen except for one uh, user's uh, audience submitted one. I just don't understand why anyone would listen to anyone talk about video games. I know, but for some reason it's popular. Riverdale, I understand, yeah. but... <laughs> uh, but those are just some of the podcasts that are on there. Uh, go check it out at audiohb.com. Hell yes. Uh... I already forgot our sign-off that I, we just came up with. Oh, Pop-Tate is my daddy. Good night, everybody. Yeah, until next time, Pop-Tate is my daddy. <laughs> <laughs>